I'm Richard Lloyd-Jones, and this is Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. With so much tension and confusion in modern-day life, it seems appropriate to do our show, which deals so directly with the core issues of human existence. In fact, perhaps any of us who don't feel deeply disturbed by our situation are dangerously alienated or excessively cold-hearted. That would appear to be the case with the power structure that governs our affairs today. Norberto Kepi, whose Science of Analytical Trilogy underpins our show, considers the way power is being used today to be the biggest problem facing us. We live in a world dominated by the pathology of power, which is even more responsible for our modern crises than our individual problems. Still, we condone this abuse by not learning more about it and by following it. Ignorance is no excuse, and we must become smarter about psychosociopathology, the purpose of our show today. Recovering True Humanity, today, on Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. We stream 24-7 on our Stop Radio Network, available through iTunes radio stations, and the nifty free TuneIn Radio app, downloaded to your smartphone or tablet. Just download it, search the Stop Radio Network, and there we are. Our shows are great companions on your daily commute, by the way. And, of course, our sites and Facebook pages are good ways to stay in touch. StopRadio.org is our site. My email for more personal and direct contact, jones at stop.org.br. You know, we talk a lot here about the pathology of power because it's not knowledge that most of us possess. We see really psychotic behavior every day and don't recognize it for what it is. People with no food must cry out in anguish as good business policy sees us destroy excess wheat and eggs to keep the price up. And we line up like sheep to submit ourselves to the humiliation of airport fondling under a sadistic pretext of protecting us from terrorism. There are a million examples, and uh, we look away or close our eyes or even defend this psychosis as necessary because we don't understand the psychology. Norberto Kepi writes brave and often prophetic books about the many factors that contribute to our problems, and reading him is a satisfying experience of recognition of many ideas you may have felt along the way, but didn't know how to express. Going deep into Kepi's books is a process of coming home, of touching into an inner knowing that you may not have realized was even there. It's good for your soul because it's reassuring to know you're not alone in this world, that there are others who share your questioning of the status quo. The difference is that Kepi has more than just opinion behind him. His words strike deep because of the serious science that informs his writing. A deep study of the greatest thinkers in human history forms his work, and his discovery of inversion allows him to recognize the errors in each and sift through to find the universal truths that each said and strip them of the incorrect baggage that tags along. It's a comprehensive and cohesive worldview that he brings us, then, that is clarifying, fascinating, and exciting. It's not a small thing to be able to piece together the reduced-to-talking-points issues into a cohesive, grander narrative. So when we return, Dr. Claudia Bernhard Pacheco, Dr. Kepi's right hand, leads us on a journey to explore Kepi's scientific growth from studying psychopathology before expanding out to apply his psychological wisdom 
to an analysis of the society at large. That's coming up when Thinking with Somebody Else's Head returns in just a moment on the Stop Radio Network. You're listening to the most relevant conversations on the planet about how to stop destroying ourselves and the world. This is the Stop Radio Network. A look at society's most pressing problem. Norberto Kepi's Disinversion of Economics is Work and Capital, available in the bookstore at HealingThroughConsciousness.com. Some governments already admit that life on Earth will be extinct in a few years. This is not a certainty. The human being does destroy himself and destroy the world in which he lives. This is called inversion, and so far it is unconscious. But if we wake up now, there is still time to save life on Earth. Those who ignore this and do nothing to stop the destruction of the world are helping to destroy it. A message from the Stop the Destruction of the World Association, www.stop.org.br. In the United States, there is a hidden government. In 1985, Norberto Kepi published an explosive analysis of the pathology of power. The new world order that they are trying to implant goes totally against ethical principles. 28 years later, Liberation of the People is still the most relevant book available that exposes our inverted socioeconomic structure and who's responsible for it. They are like sharks and you are like fishes in an ocean. The people's reaction to Kepi's book was enthusiastic. The powerful hated it. They were able to do a master cover-up. Roberto Kepi's book was buried, and the warning went out to the media. You are never, ever to mention the work of Norberto Kepi. Now, Norberto Kepi's timely book is available again. For your free download of Norberto Kepi's Liberation of the People, go to liberationofthepeople.org. You're listening to Thinking with Somebody Else's Head on the Stop Radio Network. Our program is based on the science of analytical trilogy. If you're interested in learning more, you'll find information about books, TV shows, and any upcoming congresses or teleclasses on our site at healingthroughconsciousness.com. Now, back to Thinking with Somebody Else's Head with Richard Lloyd-Jones and Dr. Claudia Bernhardt-Pacheco on the Stop Radio Network. We are back, Richard Lloyd-Jones and Dr. Claudia Bernhardt-Pacheco on Thinking with Somebody Else's Head on the Stop Radio Network. Today, a look at how we wake up to the cause of crisis, something that strikes me as particularly relevant in our world of superficiality where we skim the surface of the issues or are so inundated with smotherage for the day or two the issue is hot to the point where we don't know how to make sense of it all and so revert back to the opinions and worldview we had in the beginning. Not much chance for true illumination in this. So Norberto Kepi's work offers a way through a scientific, philosophical, and spiritual view of the human being and his society. So today, uh, Dr. Claudia Bernhard-Pacheco is with me to explore Kepi's scientific development, where he moved from a deep study of psychopathology, the philosophy of how we think and see the world, to apply all that knowledge to society at large. It's a phenomenal piece of work. And uh, Claudia, uh, how did that process unfold? For seven years, Kepi was studying and focusing only on the effects of the sociopathology in human beings, neurosis, psychosis, and organic illnesses. When he was in Brazil studying here and researching here and applying his science to his clients, he focused more in inner aspects, aspects that were coming from the inner life of individuals. 
So when we moved to New York and we started to work in America, we started to perceive or kept him mostly focused on a huge problem which he started to study and called sociopathology. He started to perceive that if the social or the socioeconomic structure is too sick, it can create not only socioeconomic problems, but severe illnesses like psychosis, neurosis, and that's what we see in America nowadays. At least 25% of Americans have suffered in some point of their lives uh, some psychotic crisis. And much, much more of the, uh, beyond this uh, percentage are taking some um, psychotropic drug or some um, kind of medicine. And what happened there then, Claudia? What, what was it that he was seeing that was causing all this corruption, all these problems? Well, it happened, Richard, that because... America followed very much some philosophers, some thinkers, some economists like Adam Smith, William of Oaken, and also this uh, very practical attitude that you, uh, Americans have, seeing in action, in doing things, uh, the essence of life and doing anything, like freedom to do whatever they wanted to do. Uh, so this kind of schools of thought made a huge disaster in North America. And what Kepi realized is that the structure in, in, in American society uh, was so developed so much sickness and so much inversion that individuals that are born there have very little chance to be balanced and to have a reasonable health. So he was very much concerned. And you and your group started what, way back in 1984, wasn't it, with a, with a campaign around the U.S. to stop the decay you were seeing there. Yes, and that nationwide campaign. And right after this campaign, to try to stop, to hinder the, the effects of this decay, Kepi wrote a book about the pathology of powerful, because we were dealing with powerful people, trying to, uh, to advise, to uh, conscientize politicians that if they didn't follow the true foundations of a healthy society of w what America used to be, that they shift their orientation much more to speculation than before, much more to consumerism than before. Uh, and using the freedom in the in the inverted direction. And we really need to become conscious of this inversion, don't we? I mean, that we use our, our freedom in a completely wrong way. Yes. So when Kepi started to advise people there, we made a nationwide campaign. We, we sent books to all politicians in America, all governors, all House representatives, all senators, all people in charge of the government. We send books to all of them, but with no response. They didn't react. So what we realized in that time of the Reaganomics was that they were really believing that that philosophy, the Reaganomics philosophy, would help America to become a a powerful nation, and that they would have the freedom to uh, to do economically what they wanted to do, and they would always succeed. 
So it was a time of enormous delusions of grandiosity, delusions that that casino Wall Street, money making money. So we were very much worried. We we witnessed many many farms bankrupt, many farmers going bankrupt, many small and medium industries uh, going bankrupt. We saw. Uh, industry in America finishing. So all the industries went to other countries, China, um, India sometimes. So we noticed that the orientation in America was that money was the value and not work. And in this sense, American people stopped working. They were even forced, many of them, to diminish their intensity of to work, of work. And not only that, but many of them had to stop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there, there's a craze uh, to stop working in North America generally. Uh, I don't know, have an easier life, uh, start slowing down, uh, is the advice you get as you get older. Stop stopping working. Uh, this seems to be one of the root problems of the crisis we're seeing now, isn't it? Well, Kepi understands that richness comes from work, work of quality, work of necessity, and good work, statical, truthful, and good work. So richness comes from this, and not money doesn't make any more money. It made. Like it uh, uh, artificially made, so it was all a kind of delusional attitude of all, all those economists, uh, which now is we are we're perceiving the consequences, the drastic consequences. And Kepi tried to avoid this. Uh, we did everything to halt this before, and he said, if we don't change this philosophy, if we don't go back to the values of work and good work that Americans used to have in the past, that built this nation, all all the structure, infrastructure of these nations, and everything that America had of beautiful was built with hard work of Americans and also immigrants that went there to work in quality and a lot of ethical work was being done in that country. Yeah. Yeah, Cla- Claudia, Dr. Kepi's talked a lot about how we're inverted, how we've inverted these economic principles. We've put money and capital above everything else. Um, he's critiqued a lot this inverted idea of making money with money and not basing the economy on production. In his book, Work and Capital, he says... The economy is not a game for people to play at, like Monopoly, with exciting peaks and troughs. It's not a fantasy. The economy is part of reality that can only be developed correctly if it returns to its true origin. Yeah, because, uh, Richard, I think that we are in a, in a provisory or uh, in a first phase of conscientization. Americans now are starting to conscientize that this economic policy, the freedom of market... Uh, is not the freedom, the true freedom, because we are free in economy to work, to do what is good, beautiful, and truthful, the good for society, for humanity, and not to feed the envy, the megalomania, the theomania of a few individuals or crazy groups or powerful people that can and do are sometimes, really are psychotic. And so 
when we are under this impression that a country is in decay only in economy, this is just the first step, because decay in economy is also a consequence of a decay, a previous decay, psychological decay in ethics, in education, in attitudes, in costumes, in values, in spirituality, in arts. So a society that enters in a decay, it enters in a decay before the economic decay, they are in a psychological decay. So the economic decay is just a consequence, where people refuse to work, where people think that if they gamble, if they take drugs, if they just have fun in life, if they don't care about our, the fellow man, if they, if they don't care about ethical principles and spiritual principles. So all this inversion took over America. And this was an enormous sadness for us because we expected that American people would take this new science and bring the benefits not only for themselves but for all the world, like the Roman Empire did in the past with Christianity. But what we noticed is that they were not able anymore to understand what was going on. So we tried to advise, and we suffered the consequences that many people know already. We suffered the consequences of this persecution, imprisonment, and persecution. Uh, but And now Kepi said, okay, so if you don't wake up until 89, it will be too late. Because after 89, it will be impossible to resurrect this uh, kind of uh, um, like monster that was this speculation bringing, or this disease, this disease, economic, financial disease and psychological disease that those upside-down economists and thinkers brought to American people. Yes, exactly. And I love this about Kepi's work, Claudia, because this seems to go to the psychological, even philosophical root cause of all this, rather than just offering a surface explanation. And when we, when people talk to Kepi, and, and, and Kepi is a specialist about American psychopathology and psychosociopathology, for sure, because he's the one of the, the, the persons that love the most that country. This is for sure. He, he loved them enormously, American people in American country, American countries. But uh, when we asked him, okay, Kepi, and now what do you think? What is going to happen about this disaster? What is the solution? So he says, go back to work. Now people will have to go back to work and do good and truthful work and work for humanity. And this will not be easy presently anymore as it would be because making everybody go back to work now, it will be much more complicated because industries are destroyed. Farms are in, in the hands of a few. Um, media. Me, all, all like small, medium businesses that uh, were the tissue, the economic tissue of the nation, now this is almost destroyed. Everybody dependent on a few companies and corporations. So when these corporations go down, everybody goes down. It will be a time of huge conscientization. It's not a matter of um, having no solution. There is a solution. And people should not enter in a, like a, a chaos or in panic, but 
they have to understand that the problem is this. Yep, dependency on the way we do business in the world today, on all of that infrastructure, the laws, legislation, the lobbying, the privileged status of the power structure. All that needs to be left aside. We can create a humane society off to the side that will be there when the status quo falls. How beautifully and peacefully subversive is that? That is our program for this time. The program is Thinking with Somebody Else's Head, proudly streaming on the Stop Radio Network. I'm Richard Lloyd-Jones. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. You're listening to the most relevant conversations on the planet about how to stop destroying ourselves and the world. This is the Stop Radio Network. Since the beginning of all civilizations, they had always manifested an enormous interest and knowledge about the spiritual life and spiritual beings. It's a world of ancient wisdom that modern science has eliminated. The arising philosophy of positivism preferred to base science on material happenings. So, only what you can see and touch and feel is real. Now, spirituality is being put back into science. Imagine what would happen if people start considering this as a real thing. Not only as a religious thing, but also a real scientific thing. Imagine what would happen. Norberto Kepi's Universe of the Spirits, a scientific analysis, available in the bookstore at stop.org.br. Learn the truth about energy and matter. Dr. Kepi's revolutionary book, The New Physics, is available in the bookstore at healingthroughconsciousness.com. Humankind's greatest problem is thinking that what we don't see won't hurt us. Norberto Kepi. Disinverting the human being and society. This is the Stop Radio Network.